0: Pro Group Management, Workers' Comp that works for you.
1: Welcome to Nevada News Magazine. On the broadcast today, we're going to talk industrial and commercial development with Par Tolls, the heads up Tolls Development Company developing across the state. Here for the whole show on an all new Nevada News
2: It's the 10 million point break the bank giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Plus, win your share of 50,000 in cash. The 10 million point break the bank giveaways plus 50,000 in cash at Tamarack Casino. Now through February 25th, your good times are at Tamarack Casino.
3: What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NB Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it.
1: As you know, Reno is booming. Tolls Development Company is helping it grow with insightful design and development building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Tolls Development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com. Tollsdevelopment.com.
2: Jet into the Carson Valley Inn for cash and getaway giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guaranteed each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including $10,000 in cash are the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the cash and getaway giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn.
3: This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Schaaf, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers Broadcast Headquarters, here is Sam Shedd.
1: And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're always delighted to welcome back to the program Par Tolls. He's the head of Tolls Development Company. Pleasure to have you back on the program, sir. Happy New Year. Glad to be here. Thank you. And what an honor. You were in the top 10 list of Eli Siegel's uh, list of real estate developments for your gene development.
3: That's right. I, was, uh, I think I had a couple people send that to me and was uh, kind of surprised and but good to see. Okay, and that's growing, right? Growing. In in size? Yeah, we've got another 60 acres, so we'll be 200 acres in total um, when we close here in a few months, but um, we can build about 3 million square feet, and still, I think the last time we chatted, uh, talked about the thesis and our ability to be close to Long Beach in California, and still strongly believe in that thesis and feel really good about uh, where we're going. We should break ground on our first building May, June of uh, 2023. Of 2023, this year? Yes. Wow, Sorry, okay. we are in 2023, we yes, are so in, this uh, year.
1: Yeah, we're all catching up yeah. on that. Um, and, and the key to this is that people will be able to drive a truck from uh, Long Beach uh, to Jean and turn around in the same day as against having to spend the night.
3: Yeah, correct. We don't break the 11-hour cab rules um, and is, congested as I-15 has gotten, and the trek it is to North Las Vegas now, uh, we felt like this is a good shortstop and the ability to really become almost a satellite to the Inland Empire. Um, Inland Empire, their rates have gone up to $1.40, $1.50 a square foot a month, and we're not quite half of that, but there's a real compelling financial reason to be in Gene or in, in Las Vegas. Um, rather than being in, in California.
1: Right, and, and for those that uh, have not been to the Industrial Empire, I mean, you come out of Ontario Airport, or just flying into Ontario Airport, I mean, the development of these large buildings is unbelievable.
3: Yeah, it's remarkable, and the vacancy is still very, very tight. I mean, it's tight in California, and in Reno, and in Las Vegas. I think for the first time that I've ever seen, we were in, I think Reno was number one, and Vegas was number three in rent increases over the last year. Um, and we were also in the top five, each of those cities were in the top five of vacancy. We had a 0.5% vacancy in Northern Nevada, and I think we were 1% in Southern Nevada. So just remarkable demand in Nevada for logistics space.
1: Okay, and so that means, uh, and, and, and th- this was kind of a, a thing that struck me, was your industry is not one that requires um, build it today, lease it today, occupy it today, you have to look out long-term. So do the interest rates and what's going on in the financial world, how do they affect your business?
3: Yeah, it's a great question. So I think it's affecting every aspect of the business, every product type, the least in industrial because the demand is so high. Um, but yeah, short-term rates dictate the ability to build and those rates have been going up and so unless we could be a lot more speculative in the past because we had a, f- a longer time we could wait and absorb those, the cost of the interest rate, um, but we are looking for more pre-leasing and build-a-suits now than we would you know, take a little bit of risk off the table uh, because the interest rates are, are so steep.
1: Um, for quite a long time, there was a, a flow of uh, investment coming uh, money coming into both southern and northern Nevada uh, from Southern California. Are
3: you still seeing uh, that desire to invest in Nevada? Yeah, I would even see it's broader than that. I would say international money, um, certainly um, multiple family offices across the country, large pension funds, insurance companies are all interested in Nevada. We have four notable large institutional partners around the insurance industry that um, have all put in calls to us in the last six months to look for opportunities. So. Uh, we've always been on the radar as a secondary city, and for all the things we've talked about, we can get overnight uh, to the 11 western states in, in northern Nevada, and it's, you know, a more southern United States or western United States and southern, uh, for Las Vegas, but um, I've never seen the interest. We seem to be the prettiest girl at the dance right now from um, a west coast perspective, and kind of what we've been waiting for for a long time, Sam. I and mean, we, We've been talked about as being really strong secondary city, but we're almost now satellite to primary cities and getting roped into that same conversation. So uh, for a company that's pivoted pretty hard to the industrial sector over the last five years, we're, we're glad to be a part of it.
1: Right, and, and what's interesting is that because of regulations and everything else that's going on in California, you're seeing a lot of companies moving out of California Uh, But they're not necessarily coming to Nevada, they're coming to Texas, they're coming to other states. Uh, But this seems, because of the logistics side of it, that Nevada is the perfect place to be.
3: Yeah, if you are an East Coast, Midwestern, Fortune 500 company that needs a West Coast presence, you know, you want to have a logistics center on the East and the middle of the country and on the West, Reno or Las Vegas will most likely be in your top two to three choices.
1: All right, so then it leads us to construction. just talking uh, to Rachel Dahl from uh, The Fallon Post. and she's saying that, you know, with the industrial parks there and the expansion of the Naval Air Station, um, that construction workers are at a premium. I'm talking to builders in Las Vegas who are saying that they're having to lay off people, so I'm suggesting because we have a lot of listeners and viewers in Southern Nevada, you need to start exploring opportunities in northern Nevada. You've got to pivot here. What is it like in terms of what you're trying to accomplish?
3: Yeah, I would say a c- couple answers. Land is more and more difficult to come by, both in northern and southern Nevada. Um, you know, the, the Truckee meadows, if you will, from the airport to north to Stead is getting to the point where it's almost built out. So we have to go east, and you can, we can talk about all those budding sub-markets, whether it be Silver Springs or Fernley, um, even Hazen but eventually our industrial ecosystem uh, in northern Nevada is going to be predominantly moving to the east and um, in southern Nevada I you know I think the lands bill has to get passed at some point um, to allow that opening up of I-15 we got lucky and I think we bought the only really fee simple land between um, Las Vegas and we'll called Henderson um, in prim, there's a, you know, there's a little bit of fee simple land in prim, but everything else is BLM-owned. So, um, and the path of progress is to the south. So the land bill is going to become increasingly important to opening up uh, for additional development.
1: Do you think it was a mistake for um, Las Vegas or Clark County to turn down the lands bill that they were offered and not go for more land later? Um, or do you think that that was the right decision to say, okay, we just don't like the amount of land that we're being offered, it's uh, I'm
3: gonna give you a broad answer to that, because sure. I don't know the, the specifics on why they turned out, and I'm sure that'll come back around again pretty quickly. But the importance of opening it up, more is better at this point. Um, and again, from a congestion standpoint in I-15, uh, the, the logical place for Las Vegas to grow is south. Um, yeah, to say the least, there, there, you know that there
1: are concerns. Um, I was talking to a county commissioner the other day uh, from Clark County who said to me that their big, and I want to give away male or female, but their biggest concern um, was seeing housing lining all the way down Las Vegas Boulevard uh, to, and actually mentioned Jean. Um, do, you, do you think that that's realistic? And, and is that a bad thing?
3: Well, I'll throw back even another show of yours is I'm probably more concerned about the water, right? So, I mean, the, the two shows you had with, help me with his name. Oh, uh, Kyle Rohrig. Kyle Rohrig, um, you know, kind of was a wake-up call even for developers like us to hear. Now, uh, you know, I drove in in a rainstorm this morning, so it's wonderful. But um, there is a there is a shift, there's a climate shift happening, and we have to be mindful of that and how much housing development can Southern Nevada really take? I mean, that the water situation has to be taken into account. Fortunately, my product type on the industrial takes very little water. Um, so I think we've got the ability to at least solve some logistics issues when it comes to um, Southern Nevada. But yes, I think good land planning and good city planning has to, and we have to be mindful of the environmental constraints. As we build housing down I fifteen,
1: um, and it's been interesting John, talking to John Ensminger of the Southern Nevada Water Authority. He says that they have the water to be at a supply all the way from Apex uh, down to Gene, um, and you know the biggest water user, of course, is always agriculture. Right. And over the years, we've been taking more and more land out of agriculture and putting it into. Um, you know, either residential or commercial, certainly in Northern Nevada. Am I right that you still have to, if you want to develop in Northern Nevada, uh, if you need an acre foot of water, you have to buy an acre foot and a half, and that half acre foot goes into the pot? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, yeah. so that, that's that been an incredible benefit to the area, and yeah. it explains how Northern Nevada's been able to grow.
3: Yeah, no, I agreed. and again, the majority of, product that we're building right now on the industrial side just doesn't use very much, so it's not always a huge issue. For it. We, we haven't been attracting large water users or manufacturers. It's mainly been logistics-oriented companies, and it's, you know, a couple bathrooms and a break room, and, and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, you're, you're not looking to build a nuclear power plant nope. at Gene. Okay.
3: Nope. Let's take a break. We'll come back with
1: more with Bartols after this timeout.
0: You work hard. Early mornings, late nights, and cutting hair is just the start. Last year, 9 out of 10 Nevada HealthLink enrollees got financial help on their health insurance. At NevadaHealthLink.com, our plans are made for your plans.
2: Jet into the Carson Valley Inn for cash and getaway giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guarantee each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including $10,000 in cash are the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the cash and getaway giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn.
0: Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevadas, we thank you because trucks move America forward.
1: ProGroup Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their
3: specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, ProGroup takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve.
1: Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters
3: related to your growing business. Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. You're your own boss. There's no clocking in or clocking out. There's only getting ahead. Nevada HealthLink is the only place you can get federal financial help on private health insurance. At NevadaHealthLink.com, our plans are made for your plans. This is Nevada Newsmakers.
1: And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Par Tolls. He heads up Tolls Development Company that develops all across the state of Nevada. offices. So where are we with this? Because you read so many different things. Um, What's your take on people coming back to offices? Are they gonna be working
3: remote? Yeah, I mean, we could spend the whole show on office. Um, I think hybrid- We've got nine more minutes. Yeah, I'll go (laughs) fast. Uh, A couple statistics. So I think office occupancy across the country, meaning people in the office is still at about 50%, which is still surprising. Um, occupancy, vacancy has gone up from nine to 12%. That's not as shocking of a number. That the actual human occupancy is, is what is, I think, more telling. Um, I think there's a shift towards suburban office where, you know, if you and I had this conversation five years ago, which we probably did, uh, the CBDs or central business districts in the major cities were the place to be. Um, that has shifted during the pandemic and now you're seeing suburban offices being um, more in vogue. So, uh,
1: so so that would be like a Summerlin in Las correct. Vegas or it would be um, the uh, Demani ranch uh, expansion that they're looking for downtown Demani yeah
3: I, I think there's there is a future now more of a future in suburban office than the downtown CBDs and things will continue to shift and, and move I, I don't think high-rise office buildings are gone forever I mean they're such a part of our human experience there
1: well and and that's i guess that's that's been my point all along i i started on this at the beginning of covid talking about the youth and you know you can't lock down people because they have natural urges but there are urges uh, people have social needs and interactions and you know some people are very good at working on their own unsupervised I think the majority of people need to be in an office.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you look at- <laughs> Or it, whatever works, we, we haven't lost anybody in our portfolio. We have kind of, a, I would call it a suburban style portfolio in downtown Reno. And we have tenants that are expanding, not retracting. And I think there's just, and I would say all through COVID, there was still a pretty active environment within our office spaces because Reno, and I would say Las Vegas too, just doesn't didn't have the same crowded experience um, that other, you know, Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, LA have. Um, but, that being said, the tech, tech is leading the way in shedding office and uh, as we go into a recession um, and as there's some downsizing and also a hybrid work schedule, I mean I think you and I were chatting before, even the, the New York Metro Transportation, I think that's what it's called. Uh, new York Metro is cutting down their subway use on Mondays and Fridays, just because that seems to be the two days now where people are allowed to work from home. So your Tuesday, that's Wednesday, Tuesday is pretty amazing, right? And I, don't, I think that's pretty ubiquitous amongst a, a lot, m- much, many of the larger cities. So um, the office searches were down 44% in 2022 compared to 18 and 19. So you combine those looking for new space with a pending, what I think is going to be a soft recession, but a recession nonetheless, and a hybrid work schedule, the office environment is going to change. Um, And then there's a finance aspect that goes with that too. There's, I think, $1.2 trillion of debt associated with office product right now. I don't know when all that debt comes due, but values are gonna be affected, and there's going to be a natural evolution and transition um, in what office is going to be used for. 80% 80% of the office stock in the country was built in, night in the 1980s or before. So there is going to be a transformation of what those buildings will be used for in the future.
1: That's, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, I, I quoted on the show, and I'm sure you've heard me say this many times, um, that the head of United Airlines was asked uh, whether business travel would come back um, during COVID. And he said, um, the first time that somebody, uh, makes a sale, uh, goes on a sales call in person versus somebody who does it via Zoom, um, uh, as soon as the one that went in person uh, gets the sale, everybody's gonna be flying again. And you look at what's happening with flying now, I mean, it's through the roof. Um, I mean, going through airports has yeah. been just astonishing.
3: Well, you use that same thing for office, right? And that's that's my I, point. That's probably where you're going. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I'm in the office See, that's, every day. that's sad
1: when you know me so well, but <laughs> you're anticipating the questions. But yeah, I mean, you know, so, so, you know, isn't this cyclical, doesn't it, you know, come around, the prices will have to go down, um, even if it's temporary over a few year period to get people back in. But, but if you put the social aspects back in there, the bars, the restaurants, the interactivity.
3: Yeah. Unless your boss is also working from home on Mondays and Fridays, right? So um, I think there's going to be different segments of the economy, engineering, real estate, banking, finance, That has a culture of being in the office and a culture of um, probably a less technologically oriented culture than many of the tech companies. But don't
1: don't you feel though that you know in and I'm not talking about this in your company or Mm -hmm. mine, but but you know the the issue of millennials and their social interactions uh, being so different. Don't you think that there's a responsibility for corporations um, and businesses in general? to bring millennials in and teach them what has been learned?
3: Oh, I, listen, I'm in the office guy, old school, all day long. We <coughs> rarely miss a day even when we are allowed to go back to the office. My, we are very, very collaborative. And I think you see Governor, governor Lombardo with his edict a couple of days ago about coming back to the office. Right. Um, Thank of you, old, Governor. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And I think some of these leaders, governors, uh, Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan, they need to lead by example, and just start saying, you will come back to the office. It's part of who we are, it's part of our culture, and there's not a choice. All right, let's take a break. More with Partos when we come back.
2: Jet into the Carson Valley Inn for Cash and Getaway Giveaways. Cash and free play drawings every Thursday and Saturday with a $1,000 winner guaranteed each drawing night. And grand prize giveaways including 10000 in cash are the ultimate Hawaiian vacation package guaranteed. It's the Cash and Getaway Giveaways only at the Carson Valley Inn.
3: Like a traditional handmade basket, Retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail.
2: R-A-N-N-V dot with Nevada's only transplant center and verified burn center, the science is here. With award-winning cardiologist and the state's only dedicated heart failure clinic, the talent is here. With Nevada's most advanced robotic surgery, the technology is here. And with the Silver State's only designated pediatric trauma center, hope is here. All because we are here. UMC.
0: Get every bit of local news you need from the RJNLVRJ.com.
2: Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to RTCWashoe.com. This is
3: Nevada Newsmakers.
1: And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Par Tolls. He heads up Tolls Development Company. They develop all throughout the state of Nevada. Um, One of the things that's been fascinating to me um, is, you know, we have seen some growth in the hotel casino industry in northern Nevada. Mostly though over the last few years, it's been consolidation and survival of the strongest, and they're all doing very well, which I'm happy to say. The one area that's been an incredible boom as far as I can see, and you've been involved in this, is in these businessmen hotels. Right. And you're currently involved in building a Hyatt uh, down in uh, the south part of Reno, right. uh, but you also built a property at the ballpark in in North Nevada. Right. Um, is it the points, you know, that people get for staying at a certain product that is driving all of these business hotels rather than staying at a hotel casino where you have all these amenities um, and a lot of times very cheap prices during the week by comparison with what you're paying at, you know, some of these more name-brand
3: properties. Yes. It is the point. <laughs> okay, no, no, no and that's fair enough. I'll give you two, uh, two answers. Yes, no. I mean, we, we, I would not... Um, because it's not our core business, but I, I understand the select service business very well. And Marriott and Hyatt and Hilton have the most robust point program. And the the residents that um, and travelers that come and use those hotels are absolutely focused on on points. So it, we buy the rever- reservation system, um, and that's why. And it's the safest bet and the lowest risk bet when developing a hospitality product. Really? Yes, i also say though from my own experience, I've I've traveled as you have Sam to Las Vegas a lot and stayed in most of the hotels there. There does come a point where as exciting it is going to Las Vegas or staying in a a casino because it's it's fun. But when you have to walk the distance, you have to walk from the reservation desk to your hotel room, um, or you have to walk through the smoke um, and it just becomes less convenient on a business trip, you really do pivot back to these smaller 130 to 170 room hotels where I can be in my room very quickly, I know exactly what I'm gonna get, I can get to my car in five minutes, and the businessman appreciates that. And then I would say the family that may not be comfortable with the gaming orientation of of a family experience, they will come to a a Hyatt or a Marriott, particularly one like we're building at a shopping center where we have a movie theater, you know, a number of restaurants, and it's just a fabulous place to locate a hotel. You know,
1: and it's funny, you know, as you know, one of our sponsors, (laughs) well, and as you know, one of our sponsors is Don Ahern, and he owns the Ahern Hotel in Sahara, and that's one of the reasons I love to stay there. It's a 200 room hotel, no resort fees, no Wi-Fi charges, no parking fees. You're in and out. It's couldn't be a more more perfect situation. Um, Are you optimistic? going into 2023? Yeah,
3: I think it's um, going to be a bumpy 2023. Um, I think it'll be as volatile as 2022. I don't think it'll be a crash landing. Um, I think it'll be a, a soft landing. But I don't think we're going to see a real recovery. And it's all driven by interest rates. I mean, interest rates go up really fast, and they come down a lot slower. But I think we'll start seeing a break in interest rates around 2024. Um, and we as a development community, we live and die by that. So. Which is sad. I think there's a lot of demand out there and a lot of good um, redevelopment that we could be doing. But I think we're all tapping the brakes until we see some softening. Um, we need to know what our building is worth before we build it. And as long as mo- interest rates are moving around, we don't know what that margin is between what we can build it for and what we can exit for. And so we watch that very, very carefully. And so I'm, I'm, I think it's a. Survivable 2023, uh, bumpy, but survivable, but I think we'll start really seeing a turnaround in 2024. That's where we have to leave it. Parthol is always a pleasure, good to
1: see you. Thank you, okay. and we'll be right back.
2: Modern boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suite. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress.
0: Truck drivers are some of the hardest working people you'll meet delivering over 70% of America's freight and 92% of Nevada's. When there's a natural disaster, they're delivering critical supplies to help those communities recover and rebuild. Every sector of the economy and our nation's military rely on truck drivers. So let's take a moment to say thank you. On the open road or city streets, our truck drivers are rolling to make our economy and our nation stronger trucking moves america forward
1: nevada newsmakers studio is located at the headquarters of the nevada trucking association motion and purpose are a truck's greatest virtue as always you can watch nevada newsmakers 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com we'll see you on the next show